God, and I guess the follow-up to that is, what is the definition of a dog for people that are wondering? In your eyes. A dog is a person who puts personal satisfaction to the side and will do whatever they want to help the team win. That's a dog. Someone that just gets after Welcome into Winging It Podcast, presented by Wingman of the Year. Now let's get ready to wing it. Wingers! Woo! Woo! We're extremely tired, but I'm here with Max. Max, how are you? Good, dude. How are you doing? I'm really present. Good. We're trying to bring the energy. We just did a bunch of interviews, but none of you All care about of that. you. So some of you might be listening to this episode because I told you to come listen to this because I have some news about what I'm vlogging this weekend. Before I get to that, okay, we need to tell them that we got Nelson and Colton on this interview. You guys have also might have seen that. But we interviewed them. Nelson is a dog. A dog. Dog. How do you spell dog? D-A-W-G, but he says D-O-G. D-O-G. It's so controversial at this point. It is. Nelson went viral on the internet, high school football player from uh, Indiana. Yes, sir. And we actually got the guy that did the original interview with him who works for the news. Colton Howard of Fort Wayne CBS affiliate. I don't remember the called singles right now. Hey, it is what it is. (laughs) Um, So... Props to them. It's a miracle that we found them on the internet somehow, or they found us. Rather. Yeah, shout out to Chris for that one. Yep. Um, so that interview's coming up. So let's get to the the bread and butter, the, you know, the steak and taters. The Wody news. So I told you all I had some news for you. Here's what it was. Change of plans. Wody was going to buy a school bus, meaning me. I was going to buy a school bus, convert it, live in it, go on the road. Chris was going to go with me. Max was going to be here at HQ and we were going to tailgate. We were going to go to Ann Arbor. We were going to week one in Buffalo, New Orleans uh, on Halloween. We're going to hit Texas, Florida, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of live content. It was good. We had a huge plan for it. Huge plans. It just comes down. We don't have enough time for it right now to convert the bus. So we're going to have to put that off, but we can still, do traveling um because i'm spending most of my savings on this so there's gonna be a lot of content coming up i still want to do the new orleans thing we got some other college football games we want to do but big one coming up this weekend (laughs) this is why people are here i'm going to a nudist colony with tyler next weekend (laughs) what max what was your first thought when i told you that um, I thought that's gonna be hell of content. Hella, like, hella content. Like, hella, fucking prime. So, more details on that. I still don't know the full scoops. I haven't been there yet. This is Tuesday, going into Wednesday. We're about to drop the episode. Um, what do we got? Time check, Max, for the people at home. When we're recording? Oh, it's ten fifty nine p.m. We're, we're supposed to drop this in an hour. <laughs> we have we've had the interview for a while. But we just want to update you. So this is the last part of the episode. Anyway, Tyler and I are going to the Poconos in Pennsylvania. Um, about a two-hour drive from Tyler's house. Yep. Check-ins in at eight. 
in the morning. We're getting there on Friday, staying Friday night, staying Saturday night. And I will, uh, I think we'll get there around three on Friday. So we're not going to get a premiere spot, but I called the front desk lady on the phone and got all the details. She thinks I'm a weirdo because I was trying to interview the owner of the place. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, maybe we could do a naked interview, but uh, maybe that'll still happen. She wasn't, she passed my number along. I haven't heard back about that, but <laughs> I'm the weird one, right? Um, so we're going to get there. I asked her about filming, cannot film on the premise without permission. And it's not because of a nudity thing. It's because people work certain jobs of power. Um, she also told me some people that come there don't tell their family members. Yeah. So it's more to protect Schl their clientele. You know, schlong in silence. Oh, oh, it's like that. <laughs> it's like that. I yeah, think. so Max, Max, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm kind of nervous. Yeah, I can tell. But I think the moment you flip those trousers off, there's going to be just Hollywood gold there. Just between like you and Tyler, the back and forth, the dialogue, I think there's going to be a lot of that uncomfortable tension, but it's just more of like becoming a man kind of like that kind of vibe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm uh, we're going to vlog what we can. At least we're going to at least vlog the car ride there, get some conversation with me and Tyler with the GoPro. And we're going to film the aftermath of like, Whoa, like hey, we're on camera. I can't carry a phone around with me. I'm not supposed to be filming. I'm not going to have pockets, people. I really think you got to bring the fanny pack. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think that might be overdressed. Maybe. But the rules of this fight, like if you're at the swimming pool, got to be naked. Um, they hang out at nightclub. You can be clothed in there. But everywhere else, they got a thing called Tent City. That's where we're hanging out, Tent City. I don't know what goes on in Tent City. <laughs> I, I'm assuming there's going to be a bunch of old people there. There's also a discount. For 18 to 35 bills. That's fucking genius. If you want to get some young bucks there like myself and Tyler and some younger women, I'm expecting old motherfuckers though. Okay. I think you're gonna have maybe a surprise plot twist, but I think you'll have a mix, a salad mix there. But dude, I'm going in there with a bush, I think. I think I've determined. Oh, you weren't sure if you're gonna trim down south. I think uh I demand some respect with a bush. <laughs> I haven't shaved in about two months, so <laughs> What do you think? I'm excited for when you do post edits and you're going to be chucking eggplant emojis to center yourself. That's going to be the funniest part of this. Yeah, you think I'm going to get on the camera naked and just fucking... I don't know if I can film myself naked, man. I don't know if I can do that. Well, we expected too much. Well, shit's going to happen. I don't know. Tyler's going to run the camera. He ain't running no camera. He's going to be drinking <laughs> a fucking beer. I think he's a cameraman. Uh, anyone will be if they have a few drinks in them but yeah, probably, I get what you're saying Tyler and I are probably going to listen to this episode I hate listening to myself we're going to listen to this on the way that over there okay. he's, he's probably going to be talking shit to me about this like you said what motherfucker just a little bit yeah anyway I don't know I told Tyler if I hear one small dick joke I'm done I'm fucking <laughs> out I, I told him I, I don't think I got the dick for this Max you might believe is to achieve i'm a grower not a shower and i don't grow very much either <laughs> no come on it works um anyway this was tyler's idea not mine but i'm a wingman and this guy's being naked and i have to be there for him and i'm also trying to get famous and uh well obviously. i want people to listen to my podcast and naked people or 
I, what else gets people to listen? All I've heard I is mean, sex sells. Sex does sell. And also humor and comedy. And there's definitely going to be plenty of natural humor in this. Not mocking, but just, you know what I mean? How many people thwart themselves into a situation of being in a fucking nudist colony? And I feel as if I could become a better podcaster if I really put myself out there and put myself in these situations because, you know, this is an icebreaker. And never have I ever been to a nudist colony. Fuck, you got me. Mm-hmm. Never have I ever been to an exorcism. You got me. I'm fucked. I know. I'm so fucked for never have I ever. This is only four uh, vlogs in. You mean like gone super crazy. I know. I don't. Even, I don't know where we go from here. I, yeah, but I'm hoping to interview the owner, who's actually a woman in her mid 30s. She uh, waiting here back from her, hoping to meet her there. Or she'll get back to us this week. Who knows? <laughs> but she's in her mid 30s. She was actually born there. Her parents owned it. And this place was founded in the 1950s, and she's actually wow. raising her son there. Crazy. So it is a crazy thing. Shout I don't know to them. It's gonna be like some wine weekend too. Um, <laughs> I, and I don't know when, when do I get naked? It sounds like probably as soon as you stroll in there. No, because we got to check in and be like, hey, we're here's the money for camping. Like, we got a tent and shit and all that. Yes, Tyler and I are sharing a tent. We will be clothed in the fucking tent. <laughs> Promise you. That'll be the only time we wear clothes, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell maybe, you how excited well, I mean, maybe things will change and maybe that won't be the Like, way. I don't just walk into the front office naked, right? I can't do that. I need what? To be- it's a nudist colony. Let me check in first. <laughs> Let me get a, like, is there really that level of morality at the check-in desk? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to need a road soda before I get there. I, I don't care who. <laughs> I, I know that's bad, but what I'll make Tyler drive. I'm, I need one. I need to have some sort of alcohol in my system before I get naked. <laughs> and Max, can you just picture, here, I got an empty beer right here. We'll practice. Okay. And you just picture me with no clothes on. If if you're watching the video, okay, okay, no clothes on. You got no clothes on. God. Okay. Yep. Hey, Hunter. Nice to meet you. Max. Pleasure. Max, what uh, what brings you here? Um, you know, just feeling that fresh air between my nuts. But nothing like the Poconos, <laughs> man. What do you do for work? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? It's just, how am I gonna look at a man that I just met? And have an honest conversation with them. And how do I, and I'm talking to a girl. She's just like, it tits out. And then it's like, vag. I don't know. I'm probably going to be pretty fucking awkward. Sure, but you'll grow through it. Oh, yeah. It's going to be crazy, though. Oh, yeah. I, I looked at this on the picture on the website. There's some guy with some small dicks on there. Some guys with small dicks. And uh, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. And then what happens if I get a boner? You just say it's your normal size. I can't, I can't, I can't tuck it in my boxers, man. You can't, I can't choke it out. You can't choke it. Shit. I'm just, <laughs> I got so many questions that I want. Tune in next week in the next week's podcast. I'll tell you all about it. And then watch the vlog because that's gonna Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. It really is. It's I'm terrified. Anyway. Let's let's talk to Nelson, shall we? Uh, a true wingman. He was our uh, wingman of the month for. Uh, did we give it to him? He was at least wingman of the week. Yeah, I don't know. He's gonna get it for the month though. Okay, so uh, tune in next week. Here's Nelson. All right, so I'm here with Colton. 
and Nelson. Nelson is an internet sensation at this point. Nelson, how are you handling your new fame? Uh, it's uh, kind of overwhelming, but, uh, you know, it's what do you do about it, you know? I, uh, I'm just glad that uh, everyone enjoys it, and I'm glad that we got more Lures fans, you know? How about that? <laughs> so, Nelson, let me just ask you right off the bat, are, are you a dog? You know, I would like to believe so, yes. Would, you, would your friend say you're a dog? Uh, depends who you ask, but uh, I would like to say that they would, yeah. Okay, all right, Nelson the dog. So, I guess we should explain the video a little bit more. Nelson, do you want to explain what happened in the video? I mean, you're the viral sensation here. Oh, uh, it's just a regular Monday practice, right? We go out, we're on pro pads, right? We're doing offensive individual stretching, right? So we're all on our different uh, positions, right? So I'm with the old lineman. And then I see Wayne TV all go waddle out there. You know, they got the camera. <laughs> they start interviewing uh, Carson Clark, our QB. Uh, dog, right? <laughs> you looking good this year? Huh? Is he looking good this year? He's looking very solid. He was looking good last year. He turned it up a notch. He's going to have a great awesome. year. These workouts have been awesome for him, though. He's been having awesome. Uh, So we're sitting there, right? I'm doing, like, arm circles or something, you know? And all of a sudden, they're like, hey, Bruce, they want to interview you. And I was like, all right, you know, here we go. So uh, I walk over there. Colton said I looked like – this is what he said right off the bat. He's like, no, you know? Have you ever seen the Lil Wayne music video, A Millie? And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah. He's like, well, you look exactly like the bodyguard that's walking around with Lil Wayne. Oh. And like, uh, you know, I didn't know what to say to that. I kind of he was gassing there. you up. Uh-huh. He was gassing you up, man. Oh, man, 100%. I, I looked at the music video, Colin, spot on. <laughs> uh so yeah, then yeah. So we start the interview, right? And so Cohen's interviewing me, right? And then uh, the running backs are working out right behind the camera. You know, they're like ten feet away. It was a pack so of dogs Cohen, over there. I think he said like, uh, "What advantage does lures have this year? Something like that. Like, what's uh, what's a positive thing for lures?" So I said, "Depth." He said, "You know, we got right. deep in uh players." I was like, "Well, you know, heck, I'll just." just I'll just specifically talk about the running backs because they're right here working out. I'll just talk about them. So then they're working out right there. I just started naming them down the line, you know, just uh, hyping my boys up. And then the rest is history. And then and the next thing I know, Billy Football retweets it, you know. And then uh, – Billy Football? Billy, Billy Football, the man himself. Jeez. So a pack – the running back room has got a pack of dogs in it. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. That one guy, you said he looks more, he's more of a linebacker, but they got him at running back this year. He's playing both sides of the ball. Yeah, Evan Linker, he's, uh, well, we, Lewis, we got, it's a very small school. You know, we only got about 500 people. Uh, so almost every single person plays both sides of the ball. Right. So uh, he, he really, in games, he only plays linebacker, but in practice, he does running back stuff. Same with like uh, Sam Kale. That's why I said I didn't even know he was running back because, you know, usually he just plays <laughs> line. But we have such a small school that everyone plays both ways. 
Colton, did he co cover everything there? Did he miss anything? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I have a couple follow-up questions for Nelson, if that's all right. Send it. I mean, like, kind of what you asked me yesterday, but, like, Nelson, first and foremost, like, how would you spell dog? There's been a lot of controversy on that online. You know, almost everyone I see has put D-A-W-G. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break some hearts here, Ooh. okay? But when I was saying dog, I was envisioning D-O-G, just a dog. He's a dog. Even a double D? Dog. Double G? D <laughs> there's a dog just you know he's old that's just, uh, that's just how we rock and roll i guess rock on and i guess the follow-up to that is what is the definition of the dog for people that are wondering in your eyes a dog is a person who puts personal satisfaction to the side and will do whatever they want to help the team win that's a dog Someone that just gets after it. Wow, that is that's a I new textbook it. definition right there. That's going in Webster's dictionary right there, I think. Hell yeah. Um Nelson, I love that, man. Um so I work for a brand called Wingman of Deer. I would say your definition of a dog, almost a, my definition of a wingman. So I actually <laughs> how many dogs are on your team? You know, I would almost say the entire team some dogs. We got a new strength and conditioning coach named Zach Call. You know, look him up on Twitter. He makes music bangers. Really been getting after. You know, he uh he came in. Look, all right. So first day he comes in, right? We're all like, dang, this dude's Jack. Is he gonna be our strength and conditioning coach, right? <laughs> Lindsay, our head coach. Shout out to Coach Lindsay. He was like, all right, guys, this is your new strength and conditioning coach. Coach Call, would you like some words to say? He was like, gentlemen, last year we got so close, but we couldn't finish the job. And baseball, we got so close and couldn't finish the job. We're done with that. We're done with that. We're going to finish the job this year, right? So he's just been getting after us in the weight room. You know, we're doing, we're doing uh, med ball throws. You know, we're doing heavy front spots. We're doing our flutter kicks. You know, we're doing our, uh, you know, we're doing our sit-ups. We're just getting after it. So I think he really, uh, he really pushed everyone on the team to become a dog. Holy shit, man! I love it. I absolutely love it. Is there a, is there an alpha dog in the locker room? Huh. Nick Palmer. Nick Palmer is the alpha. What is what is he? What does he play? He is the. Uh, he is the defensive line coach. Oh, he's a coach. He's okay. Mixed mowing and very small lawn care, and uh, he is the outlaw. He sets the tempo for the rest of the team. Absolutely. Oh my god, I love this. I want to interview that guy next. Um, can you give us a a prediction on your team's record this year? You know, all I gotta say is, future is bright. Future's bright. Okay, no guarantees. No Joe Namath guarantee. Okay. All right. Next question. Okay. Let, I got you. He'll let the he'll let the action talk. Okay. Yeah. I like that. We're gonna follow up. Are you gonna be at his first game? When's the first game of the season? First game. It's August twentieth. We play Carroll Chargers. 
they got a brand new stadium. It's looking nice. Uh, their QB, <clears throat> Jeff Becker, uh, he's going D1. Uh, they're coached by uh, Coach Dinian, I believe. Uh, and Carroll, they just year after year, they just produce athletes. You know, year after year, they're a very solid program. So that's going to be a it's going to be a good it's test. One, we're excited for. It. So they got a new stadium this year. Oh yeah, it's fresh. This is their first game. First year, people that are going to ever play at it, and uh, it's so exciting. you guys are going in there trying to win the first game ever at the stadium. You guys got to win this. That's <laughs> yeah. Um, I just thought of another amazing. <laughs> what is your team's mascot? Uh, it is a kneeling knight. Um, has there been talks around the school about rebranding to a dog? Oh, <laughs> uh, so, um, okay. I got a couple more here. I got I got amazing questions here. What's the state dog of Indiana? Pitbull. I I don't know either. I was asking you. <laughs> You'd go pitbull. Uh, the state dog of Indiana, if I was actually going to guess, I would probably say probably uh, probably Nick Ball. Okay. Okay. And last two questions there. Would you consider yourself a wingman? Wingman. I would say so, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd say so too. And would you consider yourself wingman of the year worthy? Oh. The whole year, man. Requirements. What'd you say? What are the requirements? Literally what you told me what a dog is. The most selfless guy on the team. Wouldn't put it all out on the line. You know, classic sense of a wingman, you know. Just being a good friend. Out of everyone out there. The whole internet. Can you beat everyone out for the year? Four. <laughs> I thought he was going to go the humble route. Yeah, okay. I think you got a solid shot here, man. This is amazing. Uh, Nelson, exactly. how long did it take you to – how long did it take you to uh, originally see the video? Um, I think – so you tweeted it, and then I think – like you've had social media deleted, right? Well, I had it – I had I had it downloaded. I'm not a big Twitter guy, more of an Instagram guy, so I'm not really on Twitter. And uh, you tweeted it, and I believe I got, like, a notification for it or something, something like that. So I saw it almost immediately, like an hour later, right? And, uh, yeah, so probably about an hour later. Yeah. Colton, you got anything else for him over on here? Man, oh. I don't think so. I think Nelson is the dog, and I think he deserves everything that's coming his way. I love it. I love it. Yeah, Nelson, I'm going to put you in for a nomination. And uh, by the end of the year, I hope I'm reaching out to you again, man. Sounds good, man. It's a real Thanks, award. <laughs> I fucking love that. All right, let's, I'll, I'll be in touch with both of you. Sounds good. All right, Hunter, appreciate it, man. I right, appreciate you guys. All right, welcome into Wing It, presented by Wingman of the Year. Today, we got about 8 million people on the show. Uh, Chris, this is your first appearance on the rebrand. Max, my co-host, and then Colton. What's going on, Colton? Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Hey, appreciate you, man. So tell us a little about you. You're in the you're in the sports news game, right? Yeah, totally. So at a very early age, I realized that my um, my 
athletic abilities abilities wasn't going to take me to the league, right? So I wanted to still stay in sports somehow. So what better way to do it than to, you know, talk about sports for a living. So that's what I went to school for. I went to Ball State University in Muncie, Indiana. Chirp, chirp, go Cardinals. Um, graduated there with a video production degree and a minor in journalistic storytelling and then took a job out here in Fort Wayne, Indiana as a weekend sports anchor and sports reporter. And the rest is history, man. We're making some viral videos and having fun with it. Yeah, so let's start there. Let's talk about this video. Uh, Chris absolutely loves this video. Chris, you want to take over? I do, I do. Tell them about the video. So uh, you were at their practice. The uh, What high school is this? If you don't this mind. is Bishop Lewis High School in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So you were just filming their practice, interviewing some of the guys, and uh, you happened to come across a very unique uh, character, huh? Yeah, so the, the guy's name is Nelson Kanapke, and so – we had originally done an interview with him at Media Day. Now, mind you, this is a this is a team that just came off of a state appearance last season. So a okay. fairly well-known team around the area, right? And we kind of knew Nelson was a dog last last year. And he on, on the field, he is a great personality, but he was still like, you know, I mean, we didn't really think anything about it at that time. But then at this last media day that we had, it kind of to kick off this high school season, he's a senior now, and we started to have a little bit of an interview with him there. He killed it. I mean, he killed it. He was talking about the fans coming back this season. He was just like hearing them roar. And I mean, like the typical broadcaster stuff. It was awesome. And I was like, this guy, this guy's got some juice. And so when we went out there to preview him for or preview the team for their their preseason preview, if you will, yeah. uh, we had to make sure that we talked to him. And I mean, he just delivered some gold. I was standing there talking to him, holding the mic. And I was just like, I couldn't believe it as I was hearing it. He had me just rolling and stuff like that. And that was like my first instinct when I got back. I was like, this is going on social media. Did you know that was going to go viral at the time of recording that? Yeah, I don't think you ever really know until it takes off. I mean, that's my first time. This is my first time ever getting anything like that. Um, I knew I had something good. I knew that he killed it. Um, I knew it was going to be very popular local because, I mean, yeah. just with the team and, you know, who they are and stuff like that. But then when, you know, some bar stool started picking it up and stuff like that, I was like, hey, this is crazy. And the thing is, it can go so many different ways. You know, you can take it from the leadership route and, you know, people love the teammate, the camaraderie of it. And then you see, like, some people just having fun with it of, like, you know, hyping the boys up in front of, like, you know, my girlfriend's friends or something like that. So it can go yeah. two different routes of how you look at it. It can go funny or it can go like, man, this guy's a full team player. Wingman. Wingman. The wingman. 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 That's why we picked up on it. Full circle. <laughs> uh, did you have any hits on that, Chris? Um, on that video? It was just amazing. I was just wondering. Uh, with Chris and I especially, we love saying dog. Like, we call ourselves dogs all the time. I, I, I don't know if that's uh, in reference to, you know, chasing women or whatnot. But uh, fucking dogs, okay? We love dogs. Guys are dogs, women are cats. You know, like women are fucking moody. Like, you know, don't pay attention to them. They'll, they'll stick their ass in your face. You know what I mean? But if you want to give them attention, they'll swat at you. They sit on refrigerators and shit like that. Women are crazy. And the dogs, we just want to sleep and fucking eat and, you know, all that jazz. Um, I'm trying to I'm think. not sure if that's what he meant by it when he was talking about it. <laughs> that's what we talk. That's how we dogs. Loose <laughs> well, interpretation. I don't know what he's talking about. He yeah. was pulling the PJ Tucker. But you know, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I think that's why it went so viral is because you can take it so many different ways of how it applies to your own life. You know what I'm saying? That's why we picked up on it because me and Chris are always saying dog. And then this guy's just hyping up all the guys. 
Dog. Dog. How do you think he spells dog? Do you think it's D-O-G or D-A-W-G? It has to be D-A-W-G, right? <laughs> it's, yeah. I fucking love that. Oh, it's just, you hold it there like dog. Dog. The emphasis, like you can just tell. So from a more technical standpoint of said dog, um, does, is Nelson getting some looks here? How's he a, like as the actual player? Oh, you know, he is, he's great. I mean, he was, a, he was a guy that was an all, all conference guy last season and just his junior year. And he's really a utility player, which is really cool. I mean, he was a backup quarterback last year. I mean, played a little bit of like a linebacker type position. They have him moving to the offensive line, left tackle. I don't know if you saw that other video of his, but left tackle is how he would pronounce it. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, he kind of just moves all around and that's what you kind of, they're a two-way team, which is, I mean, you know, as in a scale that goes up to 6A, they're they're kind of one of the smaller schools. So, I mean, you need a guy that can play both sides of the ball. And I mean, he's your guy he, and he'll go in at first. Well, pretty much he's a dog. Exactly. He's a dog. He's the original dog. He's the leader of the pack. Yeah, you know, you look up on like, the dictionary. I mean, it's just a picture of Nelson's face right there. D-A-W-G. Love it. Um, so listen, is he getting any looks from Ball State? Do we know? I have no clue, honestly. So uh, I mean, like with him, it, it, you know, limited contact and stuff like that, just because, you know, I got to go through like the school with any type of permission that I want to talk to him, which rightfully so. I mean, um, but I talked to his coach a little bit and I was like, how is he doing with this newfound fame? And he was like, oh man, he's loving it. Um, so it's going to be really interesting, you know, week one's coming up on August 20th. And so it's going to be really cool to see how this preseason buzz kind of maybe affects him for his senior year. Maybe, you know, maybe it gets him the notoriety that he needed, he needed for it, for his career. And, and hopefully it opens up some doors for him. Do you think you can put us in contact with him after? Cause we need to, we need to hear it from his side too. Oh, totally. Totally. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so it, this is very ironic that you went to Ball State. I have a, I got a little story to tell you. I have a slight obsession with Ball State and you might be wondering from upstate New York, how the fuck is that possible? You can swear on this podcast, by the way, if you okay. want. <laughs> um, so I, I was active duty in the Navy. I just got off active duty and uh, I was well, thank you for your service. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, me and the guys were, you know, bored at work and, you know, action got a little late start on the season, you know, compared to the other conferences. And it was about to start off and we're like, we know nothing about action. You know what I mean? Like we don't know what team's good or whatnot. So we started like a little pool and we all just picked a random team. And me and uh, there was a guy from Indiana, we both picked Ball State. And I, back to the old NCAA games, the first one I had, I think it was like 05 or 06. There was like 119 teams on the game. Ball State was the last one, 119. <laughs> So I always pick them because I like being the crappy teams and whatnot and working my way up to, you know, a power five school there, you know? <laughs> and, uh, so I picked them and then Ball State, I'm following them. I get, I order a subscription to ESPN plus just to watch the Cardinals every fucking week. And these boys were killing it and everyone counting them out against Buffalo. They beat three ranked teams last year. I know, I know. And what's scary is that, what, 22 starters possible could return? 20 of those 22 are returning for this year. I know. Well, yeah, because everybody got an extra year of eligibility, right? Bingo, bingo. And what? so the people that didn't go on to the draft, they stayed back for another year. Did you cover Ball State at all? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We, we have a couple of local guys up there right now, too. I'm down there from us. Um, it's about an hour away. We have a couple of local guys on the team. So that's kind of our focus. Any way that 
that's kind of how local news works too, right? Any way that you can tie into a little bit of a local tie, you'll go for. So that's our local tie. We have some local kids in there. And so, yeah, we cover the Cardinals. Okay. Um, what Do you like Drew Plett? Of course. Dude, he's got that. He's the best punting quarterback in college football. They always do that little pooch punt on fourth down. I actually reached out to him after the NCAA was like, oh, like people can like, the college kids can. Name it like this. Drew Plett was the first guy we reached out to. We couldn't figure it out. I'm still waiting on him. I don't know how to work him into getting on a podcast. How much do you think I'd have to pay Drew Plitt to come on here? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, you just got to get him some of that, some of that really good um, Pizza King pizza that's known in Muncie and, you know, maybe have it delivered to his door. Just Ooh. really wine, fine dine and wine him, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sure he'll come around. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was like, Hey, we'll send you free merch and whatnot. Cause I know like Barstool, they did, they're like, all right, here, you're Barstool athlete. Here's some merch or whatever. Here's some pizza. I I would pay him like fifty dollars to come on. I don't know if that's overpaying him or underpaying him. I don't know. I mean, you're talking about a bowl, you know, a conference winning quarterback and a bowl winning I, quarterback. I think that's a fair sell. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd love to have him on. I I got so much to ask him. Like, I would go straight interview. I want to really ask him if he's running a puppy mill. I don't know if you saw it when they were playing San Jose State. Uh, the announcer said before the game that over the summer, Drew Plitt was living in his house or wherever the hell he's from, and he had 13 dogs in the house. So I got to ask him. It, it'd be fucking hysterical. <laughs> Drew Plitt is this. a dog. Um, <laughs> he's a dog. Full circle. I love it. There's dogs in Indiana. You know, I, I got to ask you real quick while we're on Ball State, then, what did you think about that final play in the conference championship? Where it was like, is it dead? Is it not? When oh, my God, where everyone's storing the field? Yeah. Oh, that was out. That was insane. Like I was like live tweeting that chirp, chirp, motherfuckers. Like oh, I forgot exactly how it went down. It was so long ago now, but <laughs> like it cut, it cut the broadcast too. Yeah, and we didn't know what happened. I'm like, did they win? Like you spent all your play paying for that ESPN Plus, and then it cuts <laughs> out on you. The, the other team like returned it, right? But they called it that, or was it because it wasn't Ball State, right? It, yeah, it was just like a continuous lateral. Um, that they were trying to do, I mean, just to keep the play alive. But I mean, they were down. And I'm like, oh, it's over. And then no, that was in, they had a crazy season. I'm hoping they run it back. That's some action, baby. That's the Mac. Oh, man. I, I fucking love action. We want to get some more action on here. Um, yeah. Man, I'm trying to think. It, it is just crazy how small the world is. I do find it hilarious that you do post this viral video and that Colin went to Ball State and you do have this very unique fascination for ball state for being like in upstate new york right well you lived in the midwest would be one thing but like you have no business being in ball states like love house how far are you from muncie or do you live where do you live exactly so um i live in fort wayne uh which is about an hour from muncie uh but i mean like i lived in muncie for four years while i was going there i got a crazy proposition if you're willing to travel so uh it's kind of uh I'm buying a bus, okay, and I'm converting it. Me and this guy are going on the road. We're doing a bunch of <clears throat> tailgating content and whatnot. Our first game um, is going to be a college game. We're going to Penn State versus uh, Ball State and Penn State. If you want to come out to Pennsylvania, have some beers with us, film some content, dude, I think you should. Oh, my gosh. That might be that might be too fun to pass up. <laughs> you got it, man. We'll be the only Ball State fans there, but we'll we're going to represent Drew Plitt, man. We'll make sure we're down. All you need is a couple, and it, it sounds like a full stadium pool. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then we're going to Buffalo the next day. 
Bill's Mafia, it could get a little crazy. If you're in, man. Oh my God. We'll, we'll, after we get off here, we'll talk some dates. Let's do it. Okay. All right, man. I don't think it's that far from you. So yeah, we could definitely work this out. Um, I'm trying to think. Anyone else got any other stuff? Yeah, I want to tackle the uh, sports journalism life because I was telling him beforehand, I've always wanted to fucking do that. That was like a dream of mine. Um, so how does it feel? I guess, obviously, we were talking about the grind of getting, you know, the coursework and the diploma to do it. But once you're on the ground level, what's some stuff that people like oversee working at like local sports and like like local news stations? The biggest thing, man, is that they think your entire day is the five minutes they see you on television. That's the biggest thing about local news. Because, like, you know, when you make it to the, ne- the national affiliate, I mean, sure, the anchor, just an anchor, right? But when you're on a local news station, I mean, you're a one-man band for the most part. Now, like, granted, my station at least will, like, give me a, give me a photographer, or team me up with a photographer when we can, but there's only, you know, X amount of bodies. And so sometimes you're kind of just rolling by yourself. I mean, so your day is like shooting all the interviews, shooting all the B-roll, all the video for the story, going back, writing the story, voice tracking it all, editing all the story together, then going on and presenting it that night and writing the web story and stuff for it. So, I mean, like, I think a lot of people think that like, there's like a lot of moving parts, which sometimes there is, but I think a lot of times it's just like one person behind the scenes doing all the work and they think it's like spread out and it's not. That's impressive. I, I, that makes sense to me. I mean, I live in Vermont, they live over in the Albany, New York area and their market is a little more like mid-level, probably similar to Fort Wayne, but like where I am, like, yeah, it's definitely probably like lower tier. And it is like, you're probably juggling so many different roles at the news station. Like, like helping out with editing or like the storyline and everything else. Sure, sure. And yeah, and that's why it's like, you know, you ever see your local journalists out and about, just like stop and give them a hug, ask them how they're doing, because like they could really appreciate it. You know, um, they get a lot of crap from people, um, but they work their butt off, you know, and that's that's all of them. All, every Everybody that's in local news, you're all kind of a family because you all kind of understand the grind. Right. Hug your reporter. I'm here for that. I'll hug a reporter. <laughs> you might want to tell them before you do it because we get a <laughs> consent. Consent. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Here's a good question. Right. So obviously in Indiana, you have like all the teams in Indianapolis and then you have Notre Dame in the Fort Wayne market. That's kind of an interesting market. Um, what are the teams you're mainly covering? Are you covering like the big guys? I'm sure there's probably local sports in Fort Wayne too. Totally. So we have the best high uh, central baseball team known to man. They're called the Fort Wayne 10 caps. Right. And I mean, you want to talk about some minor league baseball fields like this one. Wow. If you got some time, look it up, Google it. It's called Parkview field. They've won uh, tons of awards for their, just how well they keep this field. I mean, this thing walk, you walk in and like, obviously seating level is not, comparable to like an MLB field but I mean just the field itself you would it rivals any 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 stadium in the league um it's beautiful it's absolutely beautiful um and then we have a local hockey team called the Fort Wayne Commons who just came off their first ever ECHL championship which was huge I mean the city going went crazy for it it was so much fun to have fans back just in time for that um, so yeah, those are our two like major local teams. Oh, we have the, uh, Fort Wayne Mad Ants, which is the D league affiliate to the Indiana Pacers. So we can right. see a lot of the young guys come up before they make it to the Pacers, which is cool. And then obviously Pacers and Colts, like Wentz's foot injury. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. Mm-hmm. That made it up to Fort Wayne. We were, um, you know, we were covering that. We covered them on Sundays when they, when they play and stuff like that, but we love our local teams. 
We love them. I just got my first Fort Wayne Tin Caps hat the other day, and I went. I went oh. to the. I went to a game as a fan for the first time. and had a blast. Oh, I bet that's legit. Um, fun fact, we have to say. So in our area, we're all from like kind of the Glens Falls, New York area. We have a uh, ECHL team called the Arondack Thunder. So yeah. as soon as they Fort Wayne, I'm like, okay, I remember seeing that. So a little rivalry. I love it. Um, and then I've, yeah. Okay. I've heard of the tin caps. I don't know much of it, but I just remember that name. It, like it's an apple. Right. And then there's like a hat on the logo. You nailed it, man. Okay. You okay. absolutely nailed it. I want to say, see if, oh yeah. My, so my, that's what my phone screen is right now. There's a little tin caps covered. Oh, oh yeah. respect. Oh. I like it. Um, their, their most recent probably claim to fame is like we were one of the first stops for uh, Fernando Tontis Jr. before he made it all the way up to the MLB because um, we're oh, wow. the minor league affiliate for the Padres. Oh, that's awesome. That's the, no shit. the show. Right on. So how often do they ship you down or like anyone at the station for like any sort of correspondence in Indianapolis? And so it all depends. It kind of once again goes back to that local tie. You know, if it's just – generic cold surface just generic pacers we have a sister station in, in in indianapolis and they you know kind of help us with the content and stuff like that now if we can pull anything local out of it if it's a state championship game whether it's being played at lucas oil or bankers life Fieldhouse or uh you know jesse bates are you familiar with jesse bates on the cincinnati Bengals? yeah yeah um yeah he so he he's from fort wayne so like if he is playing the colts in indy we might go down there and cover them. So it all, it all depends on how we can tie in the local ties to it. That makes total sense. Cause obviously that's the perspective you have. As sure. a and especially uh, now that the pandemic's happened, you know, we kind of try to limit travel as much as we possibly can. It's like, Oh, if somebody's already in Indy and can send it to us, that might be better. Especially because I mean, there's a lot of times where we'll send them stuff from Fort Wayne to Indy as well. Right. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, hunt. You guys have something down there. I don't want, I, I could talk for hours on this stuff. I yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Do you happen to a uh, blog too or no? I no, not really. Um, I'm starting to get kind of into it. Like I've just been kind of on a social media tear recently just, um, and I know kind of blogging goes into that, but just Twitter and updating and stuff like that, because like the more content I can turn right now, I feel like it's the better. Cause I kind of want to show that I'm all over the place right now um but that's something i should, I thought about getting into i just didn't think anybody wanted to uh stick around and read what i had to say maybe i'm wrong any of the guys in your station blog not really not really i see like a lot of times you know we're in charge of writing our own web stories too right so like we get a lot of our blogging out that way we, it's not so that's not not necessarily so much a blog because you got to keep it you know informational and stuff like that but still like you get to put in all the facts and stuff in there and kind of attach a web story to whatever video that you created well you definitely sound like you know what you're talking about so you should probably get into blogging huh <laughs> right on. thank you yeah um i'm trying to think you got any content uh creation reporting journalism uh tips for us going forward wow um yeah you know, are you talking about just for like you know anybody who's like interested or just like so have we fully explained what wingman of the year is to you? Not go ahead. So Let's it's a, it. it's a digital media website and brand. So um, like we got like our own like clothing and whatnot. Um, but it's we do sports, pop culture, music, all that. Like we just uh, did an interview right before you we were talking to guy. So this is going to go on winging it. That's our uh, main uh, flagship podcast. That's uh, podcast network too. 
and we talked to him about like conspiracy theory. So we're all over the place, but like you're hitting the sports world for us, but blogging, podcasting, um, any content, YouTube, like, so like that trip we're doing in a month here. So yeah, all- totally. Um, I I guess what I would say, like, from what I've learned, I guess it's just like, I mean, you guys are doing it just the consistency of content. I mean, like, it's kind of the same in the local news world where like, I mean, this isn't a term that I really like to say because it has a bad connotation like attached with it, but like turn and burn, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just turn it real quick and then you're on to the next thing. You want to give, you want to give, you know, if it's good content, you want to give it the appropriate time, but also like slides another content in there. So it's like, Hey, while you're here, you're watching this, check out some of this stuff too. Um, so you kind of layer it and stuff like that. But as far as like video is concerned, and I'm sure you guys already know this. I mean, like the first five to seven seconds of any type of video is the most important thing, you know? Um, so it's just about gathering their, their content. Something else I've really learned recently is just about like when you're putting video in, you know, you want to put, your most captivating video, like the first thing you see, right? But also, I've also learned it really matters if it's the last thing you see too. You know, not the same type of video, but like you want something just as compelling for like the last image. And that's what I was running into early on in my career. I was like using all my really good stuff, like right off the bat, bam, 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 bam. Then I get to the end and I'm like, well, you know, this, this fills it, you know, it's not just somebody talking, you know, so... I've really learned to kind of like space out my content to hit the gaps that it needs. Okay. Um, another question. How did you find us that we posted that video? Somebody sorry. tagged it. Somebody tagged it and said that you guys had it first. Uh, it was when <laughs> Checkdown, Checkdown, I think. Uh, was it Checkdown posted it? Maybe. I don't know. Somebody commented under it. I've been trying to explain to everyone on the these guys, the internet. It's called social media. This is why we need to comment on stuff and be social to other people. That's how we will grow. So yep. Chris, by commenting that, he was the one that had it first, not us. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what I mean. He knows what I meant. I, I, I forgot where, I think I saw it on TikTok and uh, I grabbed it's it. It's on TikTok? Yeah, I think it was on TikTok. I could probably see where I pulled it. Yeah, well, tag me. I'm still like finding out. Like, I, I think you guys posted it yesterday, actually, didn't you? And like, yeah. I just saw it today. Um, I just, when people have been tagging me and things, like I'm like, go check it out. I'm like, oh, hey, they posted it too. That's yeah. just crazy. Like, actually that brings up a good question is with the virality, right? Cause obviously this is awesome. It's something new for you to experience, at least at this level, maybe professionally. Do you think that's going to be kind of maybe mixed in where the future of like maybe sports journalism goes on the, like a local level, obviously like the ESPNs of the world are doing it, but how do you see that maybe shaping your career you know the thing i've learned and that's what uh, chris and i kind of talked about on the phone call before this is like the route that i've kind of t- tried to take with my sports journalism career is like yeah there's a there's a time and a place for like the statistics and like the seriousness of it and stuff like that it always comes but there are so many people that do that that do just that so i mean you have to bring a personality into it and you have to develop sports stories for the non-sports fan. And you do that by with a little bit of entertainment, maybe a little bit of comedy um, or just, you know, just entertainment. Um, and that's what I've, I've kind of tried to do. And so going back to that, of just like, do I see that becoming bigger and bigger? Absolutely, because I think that's the content that wins the day. You know, people get bored with just the like, oh, Matthew Stafford threw for seven touchdowns on the day, you know, like, cool. I can go to ESPN and look that up myself. but did you know that 
Matthew Stafford. I don't know. I don't want to make up something that I don't know about him. But like, you know, you just tell him a little bit about something. What'd you say? You went to high school with Clayton Kershaw. That's there you know. go. Yeah. Like, did you know that you went to high school with Clayton Kershaw? And, you know, somebody that's like, oh, I didn't know that. And now they're, now they're hooked. Now they're interested. So it's just about finding that like uniqueness to a story that might pull somebody's grandmother in and want to, want to read your sports story that might not want to originally. Um, so last thing before we wrap up here, I forgot to mention it with uh, what Wingman of the Year is and what our brand really stands for. So wingman of the year, classic. What what do you think a wingman is like a classic term? What comes to your mind? Just a little tough. What do you wing? What do you mean by like just like classic? Like what he's, do you mean a, like he's, a, he's a wingman. When you, you think a wingman, what do you think? Oh, of I mean that's your number one go-to guy. Yeah. Do you think of like like a, like a bar setting? That's what. Oh, a lot totally. Of okay. Totally. So there's that. I saw you- I was going to say, I saw you wearing the Greek letters. I was trying to figure that out. And so, um, what is that? Alpha? Alpha, Gamma, Zeta, baby. Alpha, Gamma, Zeta. It's been a minute. I mean, I was in a fraternity, so it's embarrassing that I didn't know that, but it's been a minute since I've been out. No, it's embarrassing because this isn't a real fraternity. I kind of, this brand has also got an old school vibe going. I'm going to get this going, and this is going to be my hit content that's really going to take it off. I'm going to, by the time I'm 30, I'm going to go to college. I didn't get to go to a state school or anything. Always my dream. I'm going to be the older guy. I'm going to go back to college just for the content. And we're going to start our own chapter of this frat. And it's, we're going to film it all. And then it's going to be organic marketing. All these chapters are going to start off all over the country. Man. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, we're going to cut out the part where I didn't know that that wasn't real fraternity because that's embarrassing. Um, we, that's but, your, we got you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But that's, uh, but that's awesome though. Um, and that's what I kind of think of like a wingman is kind of like, you know, you said like the bar setting. I mean, that's like the frat setting. Like, you know, that's my brother, my brothers, those are my wingmen. Yeah. Yeah. So you go, so the brand is, it's not just the classic sense, but that's the first thing, but it's all, it's about being a good fucking person, a uh, good guy, whether it's you know, dragging your buddy home drunk from the bar, hooking him up with a chick or, you know, just helping an old lady cross the street. I don't know. But do you think, uh, what was his name? Uh, what Nelson Kanapi. What was it? Nelson. Nelson Kanapi. Nelson Kanapi. Do you think, so I also forgot to mention, Wingman of the Year is an actual award too. So we are taking nominations and we're a newer brand, but we're taking them, trying to get them out weekly. And um, we should have nominated him. Uh, we're going to nominate him. We'll do it next week. We already posted it, but we're going to nom- nominate him next week. Do you think he's worthy for wingman of the year guys let me give you my little 30 second elevator spiel on why i think he's worthy let me tell you i mean you got somebody in high school that is a pretty darn good player himself that spends 35 seconds of an interview that we suck him out to get about talking about himself and he spends it talking about his guys and talking about his best friends that he's spent the last four years with. I mean, if that's not a wingman, I don't know what is. And that's just a small taste of Nelson. I mean, that is him. That's not him performing in front of the cameras. The first time, let me tell you this. The first time I did an interview with him, he was, you know, talking like, I thought he was messing with me. I was like, okay, this guy's not taking this seriously. That's just Nelson. That is just his personality. That is just who he is. He's energetic. He brings his full heart of sleep, uh, heart of emotions into everything that he does. And he's going to ride with his boys this this entire season. So that is your wingman. That's a wingman of the year. He's definitely at least getting wingman of the month. We got it. It's still a lot, a lot of year left. Um, 
I think he's got a great shot at winning it. That was right the on. best elevator pitch I've seen in a while. Damn. <laughs> Shark Tank worthy. So uh, <laughs> he said his name's Nelson, but I was on his Instagram. I see uh, he might call himself Bruce. Call him Bruce or something. Maybe that's the follow-up story. I don't know what that's. We gotta about. follow that up. We gotta follow that up. That's insane. But yeah, Nelson Kanapke is the ultimate dog. I just hope I can be. I hope my broadcasting career will just equal a sliver of what his is gonna be. All right. So I think I think. Uh, anyone else got anything else? No, this has been a blast. Um, obviously, how can people find you, Colton, for your stuff, and then you know for everything else. Totally. So social media is basically the same on all handles. It's at Colton Howard TV um, on Facebook. It's just Colton Howard. Um, and then, yeah, Google will pull up my page on like uh, for Wayne 15 and stuff like that. And just follow along. It's been a fun journey so far. We're just getting started. Um, I can't promise every interview is going to be as captivating as Mr. Nelson Kanapke because I mean, that man is just on another level. Um, but we try to bring you some good content. Oh, yeah. So this is great. Appreciate you having us on. Uh, everyone listening, don't forget to go follow uh, Wingman of the Year, wingmanoftheyear.com, at Wody Official. Subscribe, subscribe. goddammit. Nobody likes to subscribe, but just do it. It's not that hard. But um, I'd like to end this interview on a three count. We all say dog. Can we do that? Yeah. Give your best dog. Okay. Everybody give your best dog. All right, Max, give us the countdown. We do it on one, all right? All right. One, two, whoa, three. Whoa, 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 whoa. I placed it on three. Whoa. You gotta go three, two. I said on one, and you start with <laughs> oh, one, two, three. My bad. Okay, three, one. two, one. Dog. Oh, All right, Colin. It was a pleasure, man. Hey, appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Fantasize about this back in Chicago. Mercy, mercy me, that mercy will I go. That's me, the first year that I blow. How you say broken Spanish, me no I blow. Me drown sorrow in that Diablo. Me found bravery in my.